It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Utah Jazz get blown out by the Houston Rockets. Ron Boone and I will talk about it coming up in postcast. How much lives for another day? How much was this just a statement of dominance? And what does it mean for the series going on? It's all coming up on today's edition of Postcast. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I've tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. David Locke along with Ron Boone. And Ron, that was a statement. That's We have a light shining right at us. There's probably nothing we can do about that. Uh, that was a statement. I mean, an incredible statement. I felt a lot like when we saw the Warriors last year and they were clearly going to win the world championship. If the Houston Rockets play like that, they probably win the world championship. Okay. That was a statement, meaning we're better than you are. Uh, we know we can beat you, and, and we just wasn't ready to play in game two. And, and it was an eye-opener for us. And I think Dan Tony took it just as that. You know, you wait, this ball game was probably going to help them more so than any, any game this year. It was interesting. Their podium the other night was strange. It almost felt a little disrespectful to the Jazz in the sense that they just were saying, you know what, we didn't come out and play hard. They got hot. By the time we started playing hard, they were already hot. We couldn't slow it down enough. And you kind of felt as though there was a level of, well, one of two things. When Oklahoma City did that, you watched them and they never seemed to figure out what was happening to them. 
And you wondered if the same thing was happening with the Rockets, or really was it a case that this is a 65-win team and they realized they didn't play their game, and that turns out to be the story. The story is they didn't come out and play game two. They thought they could just come out and win it. When they realized they couldn't, they couldn't regain it well enough. And tonight, they came out with that the type of pizzazz they've had all year long to be great. And I think you and I had talked about this in the course of the ballgame. This is the first time we have, we've seen them play as hard. And I don't we didn't see all the games that they had against Minnesota, but they play as hard as I've seen them play. And I've and I watched a lot of the games on TV tonight as though to make a statement, get that home court advantage back, and try to tick the Jazz out. On, on Sunday and win it at home, so they, they they made a statement for sure. The interesting one to me that we didn't I didn't know just I knew how much they've led this year and all these things and they've led by a lot, but when they took the twenty point lead in the first quarter, it was the thirty fourth time this year that they've led by twenty at least in the regular season. They thirty four of eighty two games lay led by twenty. I mean twenty is a whole lot in this league. That is an incredible number to how great this basketball team can be. I really like to check, and maybe you can check this before the next ball game. How often have they led by 20 or more in the first half? Because that third quarter, they only shot 35%, 40% there in the fourth quarter. But the game was out of reach at, at that point. You know, So uh, it'd be interesting to know how often have they led by 20 in the, in the first half and just close it for the most part to, to, to victory. I can try to see if I have it, but maybe... Um, I have something similar, so I'll try to find that for you upcoming or I'll tweet it out at at Locked On Sports. So as we look at the way this series sits, what's the after effect of this? This was a Richter scale event across the NBA in which the... uh, in which the Jazz... You know, sorry, some kid's got a Stockton jersey on running over to take a picture with John, and we all know John... Oh, John's going to let him take a picture. John's grandpa... Grandpa's letting it happen. Um, he's mellowed in his in his old age. Uh, sorry, I just saw that in the corner of my eye. He, he's he's gonna, he's the only Jazz fan leaving fired up tonight. He got a picture with John Stockton in his John Stockton jersey. Uh, as as you move forward in this series and they put on that kind of performance, how do the Jazz respond to this? Well, you know, this is uh, you know Quinn now is going to go back and he's really going to I won't say lay into his scene. But he's going to he's going to really point out small particular things that that kept them from even getting off to a good start in the ball game because they did not get any good looks early in the ball game. I mean, and and, and that's something that the Jazz can't win basketball games if they don't if they don't do that. So uh, I don't know if this um, I know it, it it really helps the Houston Rockets as far as knowing that you know they can play a lot harder than they did against the Jazz. The Jazz for the most part I don't know what I don't know what Quinn's thinking right now. Did the Jazz not play hard and the Rockets played hard or did the Rockets just play so hard that they took it out of the Jazz? We're using the word hard and, and we obviously know that the Rockets were playing really, really hard because and, and Dan Tony was really substituting guys. I think what, thirty minutes? Harden played 30, and James and Chris Paul plays 30. Other and then Eric Gordon plays 30. the three top scorers played 30 minutes. They're averaging 35, 36, 7, 37 minutes of ball game. So they were really getting after it early, and, and Dan Tony was was uh, making some substitutions, trying to keep those guys fresh because he wanted uh, the, the, uh, that type of uh, performance for the most for the most part. The Jazz, I don't ever think that they don't play hard. They're just not as talented as the Houston Rockets, and they have to do certain things in order to win. And if they don't do it, you know, they can look pretty bad at some times because of that. 
We had a note before the broadcast started in game number two that Royce O'Neal and Donovan Mitchell have played less regular season games than Chris Paul and James Harden have played playoff games, and they've played less playoff games. Or they've played less playoff games than those two have played All Star games. Was that evident tonight? Uh, I think as far as Donovan, yes. I think Royce O'Neal has a little more experience, and and uh, and he's. It didn't show as much with him as it, it as it did with Donovan. Donovan got to the point where things were taken away from him, and I thought he got to the point where he was trying to force things, and he, he kind of looked like uh, some low percentage shots at the rim, you know, and that affected him. I think Donovan's efficiency in this series is really bad, and a lot of it's he's not a point guard and he has to play point guard. What yes. can be done about that? Well. It, uh, He's got, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, he has to really work on that and, and, and develop that mentality of being a point guard or, and, but also being a score passer like James Harden, like he did tonight. I thought James Harden played a wonderful basketball game, very much under control, distributed the basketball. Uh, what, he had eight shots at the half and, and, what, seven assists or something like that. So he was he, – he, I thought he played a wonderful basketball game. So I think that's the way Donovan – the approach Donovan's – is going to have to take uh, if he's going to end up if that's going to end up being his position in this league. Well, the Jazz fall tonight. Sunday they will. Yeah, the, so we apologize for the lights in the background. I'm trying to block one out. Ron hasn't figured out how to block the there. Oh, oh, there, there but then go. we end up way too close to each other and it's uncomfortable. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the question. Here's the last analogy I'll leave you with. When you are the underdog in a series, you're trying to do what you would do if you're playing ping pong. So if you and I are playing ping pong, Ron. And you're way better than I am. Yes. I want to play to five points, and you want to play to 21, right? <laughs> so I can wear you out. Just right. make it worse. Because yeah. you'll, be, you'll beat me. But yeah. if the fewer games we play, the better chance we have to win. So if the Jazz can go grab game four on Sunday, they force a game six. I don't know if they can win game six, but maybe they win game six, and then you get it to game seven, and you just never know what might happen on that one given night. Now, the way we saw it tonight, it sure seems hard to figure out the script on how the Jazz go get Sunday or get game six, but maybe they can find a way, and you just keep looking to see whether or not you can just shorten the series, shorten the series, shorten the series. And with a win on Sunday, the Jazz know they get a game six, and we'll see whether they can do that. But the Rockets have retaken control of the series. And absolutely, that's a, if they want a game six, they got to win on Sunday. Bottom Jazz, line. Jazz fall tonight to the Rockets. The Rockets were awesome. And the Jazz got completely outplayed by the league's best team. Here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.